Are you looking for a new math curriculum? Well, CTC Math specializes in providing online video tutorials that take a multi-sensory approach to learning. Favorably reviewed in Kathy Duffy's 102 Top Picks and the Old Schoolhouse Crew Review. The lessons are short and concise to help your children break down concepts and appreciate math in a whole new way. The lessons are taught the traditional way, not to the test. Each one of the video tutorials is taught by an internationally acclaimed teacher, Pat Murray, who is renowned for teaching math concepts in a simple, easy to understand way and in only a few minutes at a time. Using a multi-sensory approach, having the combination of effective graphics and animation synchronized with the voice of a friendly teacher together with practical assessment. Even students who struggled with math are getting fantastic results. And the ones that were doing okay before now are doing brilliantly. Visit CTC Math today and start your free trial. That's ctcmath.com. Well, hey, everybody, it is Lisa, and I'm so glad to be talking with you all today. We are going to be talking about resiliency. And if you've been around True North, or if it's not that hard to homeschool for very long, you know that I love talking about grit and resiliency and how to nurture that in your kids, because it is so important. If your kids are not resilient, they're not going to get through the hard things, and they'll miss out on that great sense of fulfillment that comes from doing hard things, right? So um, I think it's a really crucial topic that affects every parent um, because building resiliency in our tweens and teens is such a great life skill. And as you guys know, adolescence is a time of rapid change, challenges, and growth for our kids. I talk about that in my um, How to Homeschool junior high and high school workshops all the time. Our kids in junior high are going through brain pruning. They also have hormones. They have so many social things coming at them. And it's important that we as parents help them to, to develop the skills that they need to navigate this period successfully because it really sets them up for future success. Um, I just want to um, share a personal vignette from my own life. Um, when I was in junior high, I decided that I was going to be on our on our um, summer diving team, <laughs> which is kind of funny because I'm not super athletic and I'm not a gymnast and I'm tall and I, there was no reason for me to do this, right? Other than I kind of wanted something to do for the summer and I was on the swim team anyway and I had a pretty good front drive, dive. So I joined the diving team. Now, when you dive, you have to have a number of dives that you do. There are certain dives that are required of you, and then you can do other, other dives that are more specific to you. But one of the dives that was expected, a front dive, a back dive, and an inverse. And an inverse is where you jump off the diving board backwards, and then you dive in towards the diving board head first, and you hit the water head first. So you dive off the board backwards, jump in towards the board and go into the water head first. And again, I'm not a gymnast. I hadn't ever taken any kind of gymnastics classes or anything. It's a really counterintuitive dive because <laughs> you're diving back in towards the diving board, right? But I decided that that was something that I really wanted to do um, because it was required to be on the, on the diving team. 
So I practiced and I started off on the side of the pool, just jumping off the side of the pool backwards. And I got really used to that. And then I started jumping off the side of the pool and jumping in towards the side um, just to gauge my distance. And I was finally able to do a really awesome inverse dive and got great scores on it. Um, and now I was never able to overcome the flip. <laughs> and be able to do that dive. So I got great scores on all the dives I did successfully. And then just, you know, kind of petered out on that one. Cause it was, you know, summer's not that long. You can only do so many hard things at once. Right. But that taught me resiliency. And I really wish I had a video of it, but that was like pre-video days um, because I was able to do that. And because I was able to do that hard thing, I knew that I could do other hard things. And that is part of how we build resiliency in our kids is we allow them to do difficult things. We challenge them to do difficult things. We make the space and give them the margin that they need to get in the headspace for it, to do the physical part of practicing it, all those kind of things so that they can actually accomplish the difficult things. So let's talk about resilience and difficult things. Uh, that's what we're here for. Resilience, uh, let's start with definition. Um, resilience is the ability to adapt and bounce back from adversity, stress, or difficult situations. Learning to do an inverse dive wasn't really um, my having to bounce back from anything adverse, but it was a difficult situation and I wanted to overcome that difficulty. And it's like a mental and emotional muscle that can be strengthened over time. So the more difficult things that you do and overcome and accomplish, the more you're not gonna be daunted by difficult things. Resilient individuals are better equipped to face life's ups and downs. Believe me, all of us have ups and downs, right? That is just the way of light. It's going to be full of ups. It's going to be full of downs. And so we need to help our kids understand that, that the longer you live, the more ups and downs you have. Um, that's just how it goes, right? And so having resiliency is especially important um, as our kids navigate adolescence, young adulthood, early marriage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What are some ways or, or why are um, why is resilience important for teens and tweens? Well, they're going to have academic challenges in life and our kids are facing an increasingly complex academic world. Now, I don't think it's more difficult, actually, academically. I don't think it's more difficult than when I went to college. In fact, I think it's probably less difficult, actually, as far as just pure academics. But they have so many things coming at them that um, social stuff, that the academics are just a small piece of it. So we need to help them understand how to persevere, learn from setbacks, improve their problem solving skills and abilities to really understand how to get the training that they need vocationally for life, how to become an autodidact and be a lifelong learner, right? Um, our kids also need resiliency to be able to handle the peer pressure and social issues. Um, I read a study years ago that said our kids have more in common with other teens in Asia than they do with the parents in their own home. Wow, that is really a crazy thing to consider and think about, right? And that has to do with social media. So our kids have a lot coming at them with social media, and we allow that into our homes. Um, they have to do, deal with peer pressure in a unique, one-dimensional way, bullying, identity issues. Um, all these uh, social contagions are huge on social media, gets to the heart of identity. That's why our kids are really struggling with identity. Who am I? Can I be what I want to be? Can I make up who I am? What does all that mean? 
Um, and so we need them to be resilient so that they can maintain a sense of self and make wise decisions. Our kids also need resilience because they need to be able to manage and regulate their own emotions. Now, look, teenagers experience a roller coaster of emotions just because of hormones and brain pruning and those things that we've already talked about really briefly. But self-regulation is such an executive functioning skill. It's so important for our kids to understand what that means, how to do it, and have those skills in their toolbox. Having resiliency allows our kids to manage their emotions. It reduces the risk of anxiety and depression. And look, our kids, uh, like societally, it is a, it's just an epidemic of anxious, uh, depressed young kids. <laughs> so this is not to be taken lightly or overlooked. So what are some practical stat strategies to foster resilience? Well, we need to encourage our kids to be able to problem solve. Like, and it can be really simple. Um, put away your GPS, put away your phone, get out a map, have your kids navigate from one point of the city to another, or plan a road trip um, with a map. The simple problem solving skills, right? Um, share your own experiences of overcoming obstacles. Help your kids brainstorm solutions to issues and empower them to find their own answers. For instance, if your teen struggles with time management, help them create a schedule or to-do list. And again, these are executive functioning skills, right? So if your teen forgets to complete their homework assignments, sit down with them and help them create a plan for better, better organization and time management. When I had kids in junior and senior high school, we would play, we would do an hour planning session a week per student. We'd sit down with their calendar and mine, and we would sit there and plan the week and help them understand like when they went to karate, it wasn't just the drive. It wasn't just the actual hour of karate practice. It was the drive there. It was gathering their things. It was making sure their clothes were out of the dryer. Um, it was getting their water bottle. When they came back, it was getting a snack and a shower um, and putting their clothes in the washing machine and all that kind of stuff. That one hour lesson ends up being an hour and a half on top of the hour because we had a 20 minute drive each way. Most kids don't plan for all that extra activity, the setup and the breakdown. And that's one thing we need to really be active in teaching our kids to do, because again, that goes to the heart of self-regulation and ability to manage their own time, right? Um, so uh, promote a growth mindset. This is another super important skill to teach your kids. Um, teach your teens and tweens that setbacks and failures are opportunities for growth. And I say one of my best skills in life is that um, I keep tripping, but I keep getting up. <laughs> it, it's honestly one of my best skills because um, I'm just, I just know I'm going to trip. Uh, and so if you know, you're going to trip, you know, you have to keep getting up. Right. And that is an important skill to teach our kids. Again, back to the highs and lows of life. We need to teach our kids that you can fail forward. That is actually a skill and it's an important one to teach our kids. That's the idea that success often comes after many failures and learning experiences. There are literally so few overnight success stories. It's not, I mean, like, does anybody really know an actual true overnight success story? No, most success stories come after years of preparation and hard work. And we need to teach our kids that, hey, if you want to get anything really great achieved in life, um, like having a successful family, a marriage, a successful career, making an impact for the Lord in the world. We need to teach them that falling down is just part of it. Getting up is a more important part of it. And that's just how life goes. So 
Another example, if your teen fails test, discuss what they've learned from that experience and how they can improve in the future and really help them after action, that failure. They need more study skills. Did they do the memory work important to the test? Um, did they prepare and take time to really get geared up? Were they doing their homework on a regular sequential daily basis? Help them after action, those things that seem like failures. Also help your kids emphasize helping healthy coping mechanisms. So encourage your kids to develop a healthy way to cope with stress and challenges, help them develop things like sports, art and music, taking long walks, drinking good water, all those kind of things, and help them understand that it is literally okay to ask for help when needed. Um, that is another really great tool to teach our kids is not just how to research answers, but research people and different ways of getting answers, right? How to connect, how to network, how to seek out the help you need, not just from Google, but from people and different situations. Great life skill to teach your kid. Help your kids establish open communication. So Creating an environment with your tweens and teens so that they can feel safe with their thoughts and concerns. Be a supportive listener. Um, avoid judgment. Have clear standards and principles in your home for sure. But then try to have open communication. And, you know, as parents, we take our, our kids and our parenting so very seriously. They are a legacy that they're our heart walking outside of our body. And so we have all this deep care and concern and love for them, but really try to be that non-anxious presence for your kids when they come to you with concerns and listen to them. Um, if your teen is facing difficulties with their friends, have open conversations about the situation and offer guidance without being overly controlling, help them um, how to help them learn how to set really good boundaries. Um, and then be aware of if your kids are able to set really good boundaries, because um, with the age of the internet and with online rooms and all the kind of nefarious things that are going on in the world, you want to be mindful of where your kids are at. And if they're able to really manage and handle the situations that they might find themselves in. Um, I would also encourage you to set realistic expectations Help your kids understand that perfection is not the goal. You can fail forward to success without being the perfect person, right? You can continue to just do those small incremental steps that take you to the winning circle time and again without starting out with all the skills, without starting out with all the things. We know so many examples of people who started out in, in completely impoverished situations and ended up being millionaires or Olympic athletes or whatever it is um, because they had grit and determination. And so we have to teach our kids that it's okay um, if they don't, if they're not perfect, if they just continue on um, having that grit and that resiliency and the work ethic that it takes to keep going under pressure is such an amazing, important skill. And read your kids those stories about those people who have overcome um, seemingly insurmountable circumstances, because that can be really encouraging them to them as well. Um, if your teen is really passionate about playing a musical instrument um, or playing a sport or whatever and struggles with mastering it, remind them that progress takes time, practice, and patience. And again, make margin in your kid's schedule so that they have the time um, and the place to practice. And um, if they get discouraged, maybe just sit with them. Sometimes we just need somebody to be in the space with us. I, one of my kids really struggled with math, but they were determined to just stay on grade level and really be um, at the place that they needed to be. But it really helped him, especially when he was in upper elementary and junior high and early high school, if I just sat by him.
my just sitting there gave him that little boost of courage he needed to keep going. And sometimes just being aware of our kids and saying, you know, would it be helpful if I just sat with you? Like I could just sit here. I could work your problems too. Like we could just work the problems side by side. That might just give them the extra boost that they need to, to overcome that one particular situation. And then help your kids develop resiliency by celebrating achievements. Now, there's this whole idea about giving your kids a, a, an award for showing up. And, and okay, I get that. You know, sometimes it does take a lot to show up, but we need to acknowledge and celebrate actual successes. And sometimes those can be minor. Sometimes they can be something really hard. We used a phonics program for all five of our kids, and it was actually a challenging program. By the end of it, they were all reading at third grade level. Um, they went on to be really fluent, exceptional readers, and all of them as well as writers. Um, and they were all very different learners. I really attribute it to that program. Um, but at the end of that phonics program, they all got to pick a present that they wanted um, because it was a hard program and they had to work really hard. We sat there, we did 10 to 20 minutes of it every day. And when they finished it, there was no time limit on when they finished it, they got to go pick the present of their choice. Um, so build in reinforcements for those things that do seem super challenging, um, but don't give, don't give gifts and prizes for every little thing because sometimes just the fact of doing it, that you need your kids to, to have that sense of fulfillment. Like I did it. It was hard. I didn't want to do it, but I did do it. I did it. And let them just sit with that sense of, I did it. Because that is a good feeling and that builds resiliency in our kids. Um, so in conclusion, building resiliency, grit in our teens and tweens is going to be an ongoing process. And it's going to require patience, support, and understanding on our part. But Help your kids do hard things. Challenge them to do hard things. Implementing these strategies and others can help your kids stay connected um, with you and with each other as siblings, and you can help them navigate challenging um, situations in the adolescent years with greater confidence and adaptability. Remember, we're not just raising kids. We're raising future resilient adults. But more importantly than any of that, we're raising spiritual beings who will live forever. And um, Thessalonians, Thessalonians, it says, at the end, be found standing. To me, that implies, uh, like I said earlier, that we're going to get knocked down. At the end, be found standing. And that is a call to resiliency. That's a call to grit for us to not give up when the going gets tough, because we're alive in this world, so we know the going will get tough. Let me take some pressure off you parents, the going will get tough. If you're parenting, if you're homeschooling, if you're doing anything challenging, like being in relationships, the going will get tough, but it's worthy work, it's worth doing. And um, helping your kids develop that sense of resiliency in the face of so much coming at them in these days is gonna be one of the greatest gifts you can give your kids. So thank you for being here. I just want to, um, I just appreciate your listening to us. And um, if you have any questions or comments, I would love to hear from you. What do you think about resiliency and grit? How are you building that into your kid's life? And um, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Okay, everybody take care. Again, this is Lisa. I'll talk to you soon.